CIO Talk Radio is brought to you by Siemens Smart Grid. Welcome to CIO Talk Radio with your host, Sunjog All. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sunjog All. Good morning and welcome to CIO Talk Radio. To learn more about the show, please visit www.ciotalkradio.com. And as always, we invite you to join the discussion on Twitter, hashtag CTR Live, and look for this show as hashtag Big Data. Today's topic is finding financial services a competitive edge through big data. And our guests for today's show are Tom Beyer, who is the CIO of USSEC. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Good morning. Thank you. I'm well. Very good. So, honored to have you. Uh, is, is business going good? Yes, everything is going well, and uh, we have a, an aggressive agenda here at the SEC, and we are pursuing a lot of technology innovation on behalf of the markets that we regulate and oversee, and also are attempting to improve the way that, that we employ technology to improve the efficiency and effectiveness of our staff here at the SEC. Great. And we have Tricia Blair, who is the Senior Vice President, Chief Digital Officer, and Head of Enterprise IT Services with Lincoln Financial Group. And she's also a member of the CIO Executive Council. Good morning, Tricia. How are you? Good morning. I am great. Thank you for asking. So, a business any better, different, more aggressive than what Tom mentioned? Um, uh, we have similar activities going on at Lincoln related to technology improvements, but overall business is um, very sound um, and a very exciting time to be in financial services with uh, many new uh, areas and avenues to explore. Great. Now, with this big data that we are talking about, it's on everybody's mind uh, right now. Now, but, but perhaps more so than any other industry, financial services seem to be uh, leading uh, the pack here. Everyone is using it, seeing the potential in it, and uh, but we wanted to dig deeper and find real business value for big data and find out what is still new and untapped about this technology and how we can help it reach its maturity, but towards the end goal, which is to gain a competitive advantage for a financial services firm. So with that said, the first question uh, Tricia, when we look at any financial service uh, organization or any institution, they are looking to mitigate risk and they want to manage it properly. They want to man- have lean operations and while you make them lean but don't cut the corner so that you don't uh, sacrifice on the client satisfaction side. And then, of course, make uh, the delivery of the financial services the way it is by design a service, uh, make it as innovative and as transformative as possible. Do you think, is that a good inventory of the top things that are on uh, business leaders and IT leaders' mind, or is there something more? Um, I, I definitely believe, Sanjog, that those are critical uh, uh, elements of any business leader's uh, thought process, uh, given the environment that we have to work in today, and that those are critical for us to provide um, appropriate shareholder value in, in the things that we do. Um, I, I think there are a number of other areas, though, that uh, any uh, financial services executive uh, needs to be focused on today, and that is includes about product differentiation and also about how 
to uh, really make our products relevant for the customer, meaning right product for the right customer, um, and also around education. I think we have an obligation in financial services to really understand how we take our complex portfolio of products, um, leverage data, and make them more uh, uh, easier for our, our clients to understand. So, Tom, in your world, since you look at uh, many other institutions, and of course, you also are, in a way, in a governing body of sorts. So, how does that make things different? And in your view, uh, what do you see is happening in your world, as well as, well, you know, the, the, the rest of financial institutions that somehow look up to you to build some standards? So at the SEC, we look at ways that we can promote innovation both within the SEC as well as the markets that we provide oversight for, whether they be the self-regulated organizations like the New York Stock Exchange or BATS or, or other exchanges, and, and also any of the self-regulated uh, entities and registrants that we have. And we are looking to uh, – gain efficiencies both in the way that we intake data, look at big data solutions because we have a very small staff at the SEC, approximately 4,000 staff work at the SEC, and we're engaged in uh, intake of data, review of that data, and then prosecution of of, bad actors when they uh, commit either insider trading or other other issues with with uh, financial transactions it's a broad mission that we have and so as a result of that we need to employ big data solutions in order to uh, be able to review the data understand what is happening Leverage items like data analytics, data visualization, very important because it allows us to see and view more information at, at one time and also to show it in a very simplistic way to either a judge or a jury or others. We also have a tremendous amount of data that we pass back and forth during the uh, during uh, trial uh, occasions or trial events in e-discovery. So, for example, the SEC intakes the equivalent of the U.S. Capitol Rotunda every month in e-discovery requests. That is too much data for our attorneys to look through by hand, so we need to employ uh, either data visualization, data analytics, and automated processing of, of that kind of data. We also are the the primary uh, repository for financial information, in particular all publicly traded companies file quarterly reports with the SEC financial reports. We need to analyze that those quarterly reports and provide um, a real-time status on, on uh, the, the soundness of, of the, the uh, people that are filing within our EDGAR system. So we we have a lot of activities. In order to maintain those activities, we need to promote and innovate and leverage big data because uh, there's just too much for us to physically go through uh, as individuals. This is a very comprehensive answer. Thank you so much for educating us on how much and how many different variety of roles that you know SEC plays in bringing uh, stability to financial services uh, overall. Now, with that said, Tricia, 
if you were to look at the the top line growth, which is what any any banking or any other types of financial institution would like to have, when you're looking at top line growth, do you think that's where uh, the competitive advantage? That's what I'm coming to. Is is that where where people are focusing today, or they're still in the same keeping the lights on or making their environment stable? Because then, accordingly, the focus of the conversation and what, of course, that is happening outside in the world can be looked at from a standpoint that whether competitive advantage is even first thing on their mind, and if yes, and then how uh, a technology or a paradigm, computing paradigm like big data can be of help. Sure. I I absolutely believe that um, we are, you know, through the through the critical components of the 2008-2009 financial um, crisis and that the focus of our organization is on uh, top-line growth. Um, We have an obligation to ensure that we are always looking at our operating model um, and leveraging and looking for increased efficiencies out of that model. Um, But I think that the future bodes well for uh, really looking at how to stay competitive and the amount of technology and the play that technology has in that, I think, in, 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 increases exponentially um, uh, given the technology uh, explosion that is happening in the marketplace. Just look at digital explosion and how we need to leverage uh, digital data and that more unstructured data, that um, behavioral data, uh, is still it becomes even more critical in looking for that competitive advantage and how we, as a financial services institution, um, defines our place in the marketplace differently. We'll more and more rely on the culmination of data, both from our operating environments and administrative platforms, but much more so. Uh, tied to the behavioral patterns and the and the digital data that we consume today. Tom, in your world, you mentioned uh, about you know being in the gov- as a governing body, you kind of look at the data, take a deep dive, and come out with those insights that you share back and forth with appropriate entities. Do you think is it more to make sure that they behave, or is it also to make sure that they grow? I think it's both. I think if if we have safe and efficient markets that allows for uh, improved capital formation and and a more effective marketplace. And as a result of that, it's important for us to understand the risks profiles of of the people that we regulate and also to work with them in order to improve their performance against that risk profile. And so I think it's, it's both. I think it's important for financial institutions to focus on risk management and risk identification as well as improve their, their operational processes. And when they have the, the opportunity to improve top line performance, that's always very important. So, Tom, just to, to kind of get further clarity, if you, if you were to give an example of how uh, some data that is uh, sliced and diced by your organization and if offered to a financial institution can actually have them keep, take, take more money home and or deliver a better service to its customers, what would that data point or that sample be? Well, an example is all of our financial filings are available on sec.gov. And to give you an idea of how much 
uh, activity is within sec.gov. We currently have about 2.2 billion page requests every month for data. And then we also have uh, about 35 million FTP requests for uh, entire uh, financial reports and other data that's on file for the SEC. We also have a number of other data points that we intake and that we can leverage in order to aid the performance of, of the markets that we provide oversight to. Trisha, do you think the whole financial institution set of, uh, you know, that whole community, financial services community, is is more focused on things like how do I handle the new regulations and or cyber threats or something else with respect to legacy system modernization as uh, a way to say I am progressive as as an institution and, and we will be able to grow if we take care of this core platform related issues. Is that the mindset today? Trisha? No, I don't me? believe that those are, that is the mindset today. I believe that those are all critical components of our, 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 uh, our ability and what we need to focus on in terms of ensuring that we are protecting our customers and our clients. Um, but I do believe that the focus is much more, much more how to leverage uh, data in terms of um, improving our product suite and understanding uh, the needs and uh, expectations of our consumer base. We recently, yesterday, announced that we're working, um, going to leverage a, a Towers-Watson platform to do uh, predictive analytics and analytical modeling in our variable annuity policyholder base, um, which we really believe that um, it just enhances our already disciplined product development and risk management approach, um, and we're just leveraging new ways of looking for greater clarity, and, and that's really where we will get our competitive advantage, and that's really what we're focused on. Um, the the day-to-day operations for uh, are, are really there. We have to do those things. We are, our, ob- our obligation and our commitment in terms of making sure that we are following the regulations and that we are protecting our clients' information, uh, those are all are, are part of the mix. But the real advantage and the real future is in leveraging uh, analytics to better uh, uh, create value. Uh, so let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back. And Tom, when we come back, uh, let, let's talk about the veracity, which is the trust factor for what big data can offer. Now, you, your organization has been all along uh, dealing with piles and piles of data, right? And, and you've been kind of creating value in, in the way everybody is able to pull that up, etc. And uh, that's the insight that you're offering. But that's been happening forever. What's that new incremental insight that you can promise to the world out there who you serve? And how much can you believe on the integrity and the quality and authenticity of that data given the lot billions of dollars worth of investments and or decisions will be made based on that, given that big data itself is is, uh, maturing. It's not fully cooked yet. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Take a look around. Is anyone in your office listening to music on a boombox? <laughs> Probably not, because you stream radio through the cloud like a normal, well-adjusted person living in the 21st century. 
Know what else you can get through the cloud? Your business phone system. Yeah, switch to cloud-based Ring Central. Run your entire business phone system online and use it with your smartphone and tablet for as little as $19.99 a month per user. And then you can put that old PBX in the junk pile next to the boombox. Ring Central, phone systems reimagined. Sign up for a free trial at ringcentral.com. The U.S. and Canada represent just 5% of the global population, but collectively we consume about 35% of the world's resources. Supply is not keeping up with demand, so change is not an option, it's imperative. Siemens brings knowledge to power through modernization, responsible energy consumption, and greening the grid projects. Siemens Smart Grid has the answers. Just Google Lead the Charge Portal. You are listening to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All. To learn more about the show, please visit www.ciotalkradio.com. If you have a question or comment, call toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, back to the show. Here's Sunjog All. Welcome back. So, uh, Tom, we were referring to the big data uh, veracity, which is how much trust can we place on this relatively newer technology? And let's look at the incremental value that you are able to provide, given earlier also you were providing a lot of insight to the organizations, and big data is not that old of a phenomena for you. So what is it that you are able to provide incrementally? And whatever that incremental benefit is, how much trust can you and others place on it? So we place a lot of trust in identifying the risks through big data and in particular data analytics, but we also verify everything that we find uh, through an automated process. So examples of this are we have an aberrational performance capability, which looks at the performance of hedge funds against their peer groups, and we run an automated uh, quant algorithm against their performance, and we've been able to find people that, that had aberrational performance or better performance than their peer group. And through further investigation and examination, we were able to prosecute several uh, uh, hedge funds for aberrational performance. We also leverage, uh, uh, through an accounting quality model, which looks at, at uh, all of the data that is put into our financial filings, we are able to analyze the quality of those financial statements and either make suggestions for change to the, the individual filing companies, and uh, it also helps us to, to drive changes in the market from a, a, an overall financial oversight capability. So, again, those are two examples of automated models. We also use big data in support of our operations across the SEC for, and, and finding other aberrational items and performance. And we leverage big data in especially through data visualization, in order to understand uh, phone taps, for example, and, and other items for insider trading. Again, all of that data is then verified by our examiners and our enforcement officials in order to make sure that it's correct. 
We also, some of the things that we're trying to drive as well, uh, Trish mentioned that, that a lot of the focus now is, is in top-line performance and customer in, uh, satisfaction improvement. As the, the regulator, as a regulating organization, we are looking at other items such as uh, cybersecurity threats and how that is affecting the landscape. There's a tremendous amount of data which is being exfiltrated from publicly held and privately held corporations in the United States every day. And because of that activity is increasing, we have recent, we at the SEC recently promulgated Regulation SCI, which is a way of, of providing stronger oversight to the self-regulated organizations and other registrants that, that we oversee. We also have promulgated cyber disclosure guidance for financial statements. And, and so as a result of that cyber disclosure guidance, if we have uh, people that are filing financial statements and they've had a material impact from a hacking attempt or other um, intrusion, we, uh, cyber intrusion, we ask that, that, that they disclose that activity if it, if it has a material impact to their financial statement. Statement. So we're looking at things from a different lens in order to ensure that that uh, the proper risk analysis is, is is continues to be ongoing as the economy recovers. Trisha, you mentioned about Watson as uh, a way to start getting a better handle on the predictive modeling and other insights that you can garner, which can be utilized for competitive advantage. Let me ask you the same veracity question. You just got something which is is not been tested by you before. Can you really bank uh, you know on that and and kind of stake your paycheck based on it? Um, I, I don't see that uh, predictive you know the predictive modeling has been used in traditional insurance applications um, primarily in the claims area for quite a bit of time. So I, I don't think that we're you know banking or you know putting the check out there that this is that, that it, but it's important to to start to test and learn into using predictive modeling um, and predictive analytics for other. Uh, more business value generated uh, information. Um, and we really believe that these modeling techniques and the use of big data and analytics um, will help move our insurance uh, sector uh, industries forward. Um, it does not, and I think I just want to go back to something Tom said, is that you know we have a significant obligation um, to ensure and make sure that our legacy systems, that cyber security threats are still top of mind for us, but we do try to look at a balanced portfolio of um, uh, top-line growth in, in relationship to our operating efficiently and securely. Now, coming back to the industrialized operations uh, that we would all like to see happen even in financial services, and the whole idea is to uh, have data be utilized to make that as industrial, to make it lean and reduce cost. So, uh, Tom, do you think big data has the potential to take any any organization into that industrial mode and, and in a lean mode and all along not jeopardizing or compromising client satisfaction? 
Absolutely. And at, at the SEC, we have a program which is called Working Smarter, which is a program that leverages big data, predictive analytics, and uh, data visualization, et cetera. And we, what we try to do with under Working Smarter is to derive significant and measurable performance improvements in core operations from digitized processes by ensuring that people are working smarter rather than just automating, outsourcing, or cutting costs within uh, either our operations area or our, our, our IT area. Working smarter, the outcomes are likely to be due to changes in one or more of the following areas. One is how employees find and use information that they need to perform their work, greater empowerment of the, the, the employee on the front line, greater clarity of business rules and how they're applied, and increased reliance on evidence for organizational decision-making, greater av- availability and use of scarce experts, which we have uh, a lot of uh, areas that, that we need expertise, and we have very few people that, that have that expertise available to us because we're so small. We leverage those experts to uh, inform or make decisions, and then we like to replicate their knowledge base in an, in an automated repository. So we try to leverage all aspects, whether it be business process workflow improvements, whether it be uh, digitized analysis or, or um, use of knowledge management to improve the knowledge base within the SEC. So when it comes to the information that uh, a customer may demand, whether on the go, on their desktop, or or for whatever purposes, Trisha, do you think we are struggling with the plumbing? That is, how to get it delivered to them? Or is there uh, basically shortage of those innovative, surprising, wow, impactful ideas that we are are, uh, looking to find so that those customers say, this is an organization I want to maintain my allegiance with? Um, no, I think that financial services has been doing a, a, a great deal of leading edge innovation in in the mobile space, which is driven by that sort of complex set of d- uh, data attributes uh, in the legacy environments. Um, I, I believe that the 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 biggest challenge for financial services in a in a, a dis- is the is the need to find better ways to understand the behavior and the needs of our our constituents, policyholders, contract holders, uh, uh, participants in our retirement programs, et cetera, to better help them make decisions, right? And we have complex – financial services sector has very complex product suites, and our, our – the data will help us drive to better decision-making and better understanding of what is driving consumer behavior, and therefore um, it helps us look at adding better business value and creating uh, better relationships, whether it's service relationships um, or product. So uh, while we are trying to uh, be a governing body at SSE, this is a question for you, Tom, and you want to make sure there is a predictable, safer way of exchange of information among the financial institutions and their customers. Do you have an impact and or a role on the decisions that are made on the plumbing and the data flows through it at their own level between a financial institution and the customer, and not only to say, I'm going to put a damper 
that you make it safe, but also in a way where what information in what way can be sent to a customer so that they make more money and they're all happy. Yes, so we do have an impact on the markets that we oversee, and I think part of my role is to enable that function and to make it easier for financial institutions to exchange data with the SEC and other federal agencies. One way that we can promote this is to use common application programming interfaces, publish those interfaces, and work with people to to understand their needs. We are also working very aggressively with CIOs of organizations that we regulate in order to get a better understanding of how we can improve our regulatory uh, work and the intake of data in particular. A big program that we have that is rolling out is the Consolidated Audit Trail, which is is essentially a recording of every transaction that happens in financial markets, and that will have a big impact on financial services organizations across the country and the world. And if we don't implement that and we don't listen to our customers, we, we, we could adversely impact their ability to deliver data to us. And we, we could also limit the usefulness of the data that we're intaking. So a lot of our time is spent listening to the people that we regulate and trying to improve the viability of the data transfer and the analysis of that data in order to benefit the regulatory body, but also the financial institutions that we regulate whenever possible. It's not always possible, but we would we strive to do that. We also believe that using a, a mobile-ready application format is is definitely the way to go. That that allows our customers to view, for example, financial disclosure statements and other things in a mobile-ready format. And so, going forward, as we uh, innovate and change our web presence. We will have a mobile-first focus, uh, and and that will will help enable. We also there are are tool sets that that we uh, are utilizing internally, and over time we would like to turn those tool sets on from our public website, which is sec.gov, in order that the individual investor and fin- other financial institutions and uh, can see the data that we're analyzing wherever possible and wherever appropriate in order for for them to make better investment decisions going forward. Now, do you cut them some slack sometimes in terms of they want to go and do the the coolest and the best things possible, the craziest things, not crazy in the sense um, in terms of breaking rules or laws, but essentially going and doing some disruptive innovation? Would you put a damper or would you listen and say, okay, while this is not a traditional way SEC used to look at things, uh, but then uh, why don't you go ahead and use this as a sandbox? So we listen to to their innovative ideas and their concepts, and wherever possible, we like to to um, innovate because that allows us to leapfrog uh, our technology base. It's important for the SEC to do that because for a number of years the SEC was very much underfunded, and now we are in a better financial position, and we can innovate uh, both from an infrastructure perspective as well as the applications that we support. So we are listening to them and and we are trying to be innovative in order to um, provide the very best solution both for our internal needs as well as external um, customers.
So uh, let's take a quick break, listeners. When we come back, Tricia, let's assume that you were having a closed-door conversation with your executive management. What is it that they are uh, putting in on the table in terms of a set of directives, a, a set of goals, and metrics that they're requesting of you because of which you are going and say, let me use big data in XYZ fashion to produce the results that they're asking for. And how realistic are those expectations from the top? And to what degree are you able to meet them? Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Take a look around. Is anyone in your office listening to music on a boombox? <laughs> Probably not, because you stream radio through the cloud like a normal, well-adjusted person living in the 21st century. Know what else you can get through the cloud? Your business phone system. Yeah, switch to cloud-based Ring Central. Run your entire business phone system online and use it with your smartphone and tablet for as little as $19.99 a month per user. And then you can put that old PBX in the junk pile next to the boombox. Ring Central phone systems reimagined. Sign up for a free trial at RingCentral.com. The U.S. and Canada represent just 5% of the global population, but collectively we consume about 35% of the world's resources. Supply is not keeping up with demand, so change is not an option, it's imperative. Siemens brings knowledge to power through modernization, responsible energy consumption, and greening the grid projects. Siemens Smart Grid has the answers. Just Google Lead the Charge Portal. You are listening to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All. To learn more about the show, please visit www.ciotalkradio.com. If you have a question or comment, call toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, back to the show. Here's Sunjog All. Welcome back. So, Tricia, close door conversation with executive management, expectations being set, directives being uh, given. How, how realistic, how achievable are those directives, and to what degree can they be met leveraging big data? When does big data come to mind that, okay, this is going to be my, my savior? Um, sure. I think that what the, the conversations are around how do we leverage data to um, add business value are the right conversation that we we are having in those closed door executive, um, you know, behind the closed doors. Um, I, I believe that um, the definition of big data and how an organization is going to use it, it is really uh, uh, requires work, and it's work that we are doing in terms of defining our overall data strategy. Um, within Lincoln Financial. Uh, and I think we all need to put into perspective that we have always, as a financial services company and, and, and my peer group, we we've, we've have been leveraging data significantly to, to drive our business um, to date. So the, the term big data for me is, is a little bit misleading. I think it's the uh, increase of data, which defines big data, right? The uh, increased amount of unstructured data that the executives are looking for more direction on, um, and I believe those are very achievable goals, but we've got to really set our own um, our own strategy around what data 
do we believe we should be looking for and what is the real business objective of that? So it's just fundamentals, Sanjog. It's really about knowing what your data strategy is, how do you want to leverage data, and what are the uh, solutions and, and challenges that you are trying to solve with data. Now, traditionally, Tom, this is a question for you. Traditionally, the CIOs have been plumbing people, which is they're basically uh, plumbers who were able to build good pipelines. And, of course, while they were called as chief information officer, a lot of time was spent into making sure that it reaches from point A to point B successfully. When we are talking about data and the nuances and the variety of data that flows through, that's why it seems like people have started talking about another role, which is chief data officer, who very well could be your peer and or somebody who could be reporting to you. How do you think you could have all the knowledge of plumbing and all the data showing, uh, you know, whatever is flowing through it uh, to, to handle all of that? Do you not think you have to kind of expand your staff, if you will, or, or, or uh, the whole domain for it to accommodate some other people who are essentially good uh, in terms of understanding the nuances of data and then introducing those roles in the family? Absolutely. I think the role of the CIO needs to expand. It needs to focus on data and how the data is, is utilized, analyzed, and displayed, and all aspects of how the data can be put to use to either improve the performance of the organization or uh, to improve the top-line uh, return on investment of that organization. I think that it's important for CIOs to look at business intelligence, also uh, look at things like customer satisfaction uh, results and, and other items that they may not have been looking at in the past, develop uh, capabilities to analyze that data and and to uh, provide insights to the the overall um, organization in areas like emotional intelligence and, and other aspects that people haven't looked at before. I think there's a lot of data that is being collected, especially in social media, that's very interesting and very informative, and, and uh, not everything that they collect is, is on um, on the mark, but the, just the vast quantity of data provides them insights about their customers that I think that every organization needs to look at. Uh, what, what we are seeing in, in graph search and, and other uh, aspects of, of uh, big data within social media is just tremendous, and, and the insights that they provide to organizations uh, can, can really propel that, that organization's ability to analyze their interaction with the customer significantly and significantly improve that capability. And uh, so, so I, I would recommend that the CIO take a, a broader view of, of uh, and, and really understand what their customers' needs are and, and how to improve service delivery, both on behalf of the organization's customer base as well as to provide higher levels of business intelligence to to the management of the, of that organization and i also so don't you yeah so go on no so the question i had you mentioned of course the intent is there definitely nobody's doubting the intent question is about capability so if you are very candid about what we have been doing all along and where we come from we magically cannot produce that core competency in the leadership which exists today 
even including the CIO, who can really slice and dice data or at least have that strategic oversight on what all slicing and dicing that's happening in order for us to deliver good and predictable results. So so who comes to uh, to save us? Do you hire from uh, somewhere else? Do you grow people from within, which looks unrealistic because of the fact that they may not have been exposed to this brand new set of data sets, which were never crunched before? I think that, that you have to do both. I think you have to grow people internally. I think the CIO needs to uh, lean on their staff to uh, gain a better understanding of the product the products that that the company or the organization is supporting, and also you, we you, we need to have greater ties with the product development organizations and marketing organizations in order to understand what their uh, uh, inputs for success are. So I think it's it's reaching out to both sides. I also think that there's a tremendous amount of work that has to be done technologically to support uh, big data in the future. Here at the SEC, we recently bought an electronic data warehouse capability in order to improve the speed of our, uh, of our, and our capability to perform calculations. We also need to change in the way that, that we um, analyze and maintain unstructured data which may mean that we need to introduce the concept of having a data analyst uh, either within the uh, core operations uh, organization or within the IT organization or both. But it's, it's important that we look at data differently and also the way that we connect to it. Search is very important. The ability to search across databases is imperative. And uh, so improving the, the return on search criteria, I think, is also uh, uh, one of the paramount activities of, of a CIO. And that, I think, you have to work in conjunction with the customer base and the management of, of the organization as well as the IT organization. Yeah, I mean, so, I would agree with what Tom says, Sanju. It, it, this is a journey for both, uh, you know, uh, traditional business um, executives as well as uh, traditional information technology executives, um, and I, it's a journey that we that we have to take together. Um, and uh, uh, I think what we need to balance both training internally um, as and and, F, and elevating talent as well as as finding talent in the marketplace and bringing it in to uh, help us evolve. So whatever you are committing to uh, into your management or everybody else involved, how are you able to deliver while you're still trying to build that talent pool in or knowledge base? Tricia? Um, it, it is definitely a, a challenge. I think the way we're approaching it is that we um, are trying to find uh, doing a lot more uh, internal search and understanding of um, our employees who have had experience in in big data and in, in data management uh, and in data analytics and, and leveraging that that talent pool that already exists. Um, we've also um, been uh, created an uh, enterprise data council within the organization um, that draws both business and technology uh, leaders together to uh, uh, review and, and, and really look at the situation and understand, make sure that we're always 
looking at big data in relationship to what is going to drive business value and what our business objectives are so that it doesn't become, you know, that data thing. It, it's about how are we leveraging this, uh, an asset and how do we treat data as an asset in the organization um, and what really will drive uh, business objectives is still fundamental to the way that we think about it. So, Tricia, don't you think it is still a race, though? Oh, absolutely. But but it, uh, I believe that, you know, the disruption of modern technology makes it a race um, in, 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 in everything we do becomes a how do we stay ahead, um, how do we continue to um, uh, get further, leverage the technology um, uh, to our to our best benefit is, is you know, why we're why we are in that race. Right. I mean, I think that is both the opportunity and the challenge. And I would add that that using business case methodology, employing a methodology to identify return on investment is is the way to stay ahead of it. You, we need to continue to make investments in our infrastructure and improve the the capabilities of the technology infrastructure across the organization. We also need to make investments in how we manage and utilize data. And I think that's, that is a partnership between the product development, marketing organizations, and other managerial functions within an organization, as well as, as the IT organization. And, and again, basing these decisions up, upon return on investment criteria is, is, I think, the easiest way to sell um, the investment in, inside of technology, both for data as well as the infrastructure. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back. And when we come back, Tom, I'll ask you a question about replacing the basement without changing anything what is happening with the house, which means if you don't have an appropriate information architecture and if you don't have appropriate infrastructure, yes, you can scale out by adding more boxes to an existing infrastructure, but if your information architecture and what is being uh, utilized to suck in data and then churn, etc., is not radically changed, how do you embrace a fundamental shift in the way data has been looked at, it's been processed, and it's been reported on. So what is it that organizations are doing to make that revamp effort? Or is that truly a revamp effort? So first, we have to see whether it's a revamp required. And if yes, how do you keep changing a moving target? Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Take a look around. Is anyone in your office listening to music on a boombox? <laughs> Probably not. Because you stream radio through the cloud like a normal, well-adjusted person living in the 21st century. Know what else you can get through the cloud? Your business phone system. Yeah, switch to cloud-based Ring Central. Run your entire business phone system online. And use it with your smartphone and tablet for as little as $19.99 a month per user. And then you can put that old PBX in the junk pile next to the boombox. Ring Central. Phone systems reimagined. Sign up for a free trial at ringcentral.com. The U.S. and Canada represent just 5% of the global population, but collectively we consume about 35% of the world's resources. Supply is not keeping up with demand, so change is not an option, it's imperative. Siemens brings knowledge to power through modernization, responsible energy consumption, and greening the grid projects. Siemens Smart Grid has the answers. Just Google Lead the Charge Portal. You are listening to CIO Talk Radio with Sun Joe All. 
To learn more about the show, please visit www.ciotalkradio.com. If you have a question or comment, call toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, back to the show. Here's Sun Joke All. Welcome back. So, Tom, we're talking about replacing a basement with rest of the home remaining intact. And we are talking about here infrastructure, but also the information architecture when we talk in context of big data. Because you cannot have the same old, same old and put this brand new uh, shiny object uh, on top. So do you think organizations today are still suffering with this or because this was this came too much too quick and that's why it's difficult to handle and if at all you want to make a change the world is asking you to deliver things yesterday but you don't have been given the time or in some cases funds so how are, how are we supposed to handle this transition in both cases information architecture and infrastructure so i, I think it's important to plan out the future and to get a two or three year minimum horizon, develop a plan working with your um, management team in order to understand where they want to go from a big data perspective, what insights are they trying to gain and uh, other aspects. Also, you should bring to the table uh, capabilities that they may not be aware of an example of which is data visualization, uh, technologies that can help leapfrog the, um, the existing infrastructure into a big data environment. There are a number of, of uh, companies that have brought in a lot of uh, dramatic in- innovations. They are less expensive than trying to um, change the existing infrastructure in some cases. And so it's, I, I think it's a journey that you have to invest a lot of time talking to your customer base, your managers, and, and try to understand where the path that they want to go. Have a strategic plan, have a strategic architecture. It's very difficult, I think, to just try to, to move into big data. I think a lot of people are trying to move into Hadoop, for example, and they don't really understand what they're trying to get out of, of that aspect of big data. Again, I think it's a journey. I think it's, and, and you need to have a, a great understanding of your customer's requirements and then begin to execute on them. It's important that you, um, sweat the details from a business case perspective and understand the the uh, satisfaction criteria from your customer base again um, take it slowly understand what where they want to go what you and, and innovations that you can bring to the table change the business processes improve the efficiency and effectiveness of the uh, of the staff that you support and and transform the architecture over time uh, with the understanding that you're going to adhere to a a data architecture as well as an infrastructure target architecture. And so that planning is very important. And and I know that's difficult for CIOs that that are tasked with so many other items, but it's important in order for them to move to the next generation of of big data analysis. It is going to be a very complex journey, and so many things are changing. It, it will be hard in some cases to uh, migrate the existing infrastructures in many companies um, around the world because the infrastructure just wasn't um, set 
to be scalable and uh, and, and reliable uh, to the to the service levels and the reliability and scalability that that big data is going to require. So, Tricia, what is your uh, journey like when it's respect to uh, you are replacing your basement and leaving the rest of the house intact? Yeah, sure. I mean, I agree with uh, uh, with what Tom is saying. I, it, it's to me, it's still fundamentally about having a really strong data strategy, and then knowing where you where where your where the business value will be, and then building out that architectural framework and business. Um, uh, objective framework in order to know how you're going to get there. Uh, one of the critical things that I think for CIOs and uh, other, you know, IT executives today uh, is, you know, our, our, we, we also have to help our, uh, understand what those shiny new toys are and what they are not, right? Um, it's very easy to, and I think with so many op- options today to sort of, you know, believe that there's the silver bullet and that, 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 that one one tool or other is going to really um, uh, solve the uh, the challenges that we faced in in the business and competitive environments. Our job is to make sure that we really understand and get to the basics of strategy. What are we trying to accomplish, and that we build then an environment which allows for those foundational changes to be happening while you still have. Um, a house, uh, an old house built around you, um, and we need to look for how, in your analogy, to look for how do we add the additions, um, how do we do the renovations and the remodeling uh, while we are um, still, you know, living in the house. So, Tom, one final question, one minute total. What is uh, your appeal to the other CIOs and business leaders who want to, in financial services, make the best use of big data and actually have some quantifiable competitive advantage created on a sustained basis? I think you need to align yourself with the goals of your organization. First and foremost, understand where initial investments can be made in order to achieve those goals and then to develop a plan to execute. You you need to also change your organization. You need to um, potentially hire people that come out of product development organizations or financial or marketing organizations that have um, technology aptitude, people who understand data, business intelligence, analytics, data visualization, et cetera. It's a different world, and you need to adjust and adapt. I would also look to other areas, especially in innovative technology spaces like social media, gamification, and other areas, not necessarily that they have the ultimate goal, but but rather to, to learn from the journey that they're going through and incorporate it in your design and architecture and strategy. On behalf of the show and our listeners, I'd really like to thank you uh, both, uh, Tricia and Tom, for sharing your insights about how financial services can actually gain competitive advantage through use of big data. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. And uh, listeners, uh, if you like what you heard, please send us your thoughts or questions to views at CIOtalkradio.com. That is views at CIOtalkradio.com. And also please like us on Facebook, search for CIO Talk Radio, and be sure to follow us on Twitter. Thank you again for listening to CIO Talk Radio. This is Sanchog All, your talk show host. Till next week, take care and God bless. 
Thank you for tuning in to CIO Talk Radio. To learn more about the show, please visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Join Sunjal Gall next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific for another hour of CIO Talk Radio. CIO Talk Radio is brought to you by Citrix, offering go-to assist, remote support made easy.